Twilight Day. Fallon Twilight Day. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what people say? Yeah. Uh, we, this is like a third year now of us talking about the Twilight Saga. Um, I don't know that like the McElroys were going to do this forever, but we're going to do it until I'm sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a fun time. We have so much fun doing this as our Valentine's tradition. So before we talk more about Twilight, do you have any mini nuggets? Yes, I do. So there was an announcement yesterday that Netflix is adapting Redwall. I'm so freaking excited. I love Redwall so much. I read the books as a kid, not all of them. They were kind of hard for me to read at such a young age. Yeah, I was always excited to catch it on PBS, but yes. I would only see them very randomly. So I didn't really understand what was going on in the story because they were so all over the place. Oh my gosh, the PBS cartoon is so, so good. Um, but they announced that Patrick McHale, who headed over the garden wall mm -hmm. is going to be doing the red wall adaptation. It's such a good project for him. Yes. It's exactly who I would pick for perfect something like energy. That. It'll be interesting seeing him do something that isn't Americana. It's really interesting. I was reading up on an article about it on variety. They were saying that they're going to start it with a red wall movie. And that movie is going to be about the story all about Matthias, which is like the first books. Uh -huh. And that story is really easy to condense into like a theatrical yeah or like a home movie uh -huh. um and then the series that's coming after that is all the prequel story about martin the warrior the mouse who founded redwall abbey and yeah. is on the tapestry that's cool so i'm super excited um it's gonna be really really cool every artist online is like oh my god yeah please can i work on this project because it's like everyone's dream and i didn't realize how much redwall kind of impacted our generation mm -hmm. um because it's not talked about all the time but when people bring it up they're like remember that thing with the mice and the swords so i'm super excited about it also i was gifted the lady gaga chromatic oreos they're so pleasing to look at but they make me feel like they should be watermelon flavored when i see them absolutely i agree i do love the flavor though and they taste yeah. really good they're super fun and cute i was expecting them to just taste like like the the, the like basic vanilla vanilla oreo which i don't really like vanilla no. Oreos that much but these ones they just taste they it's such a like strong sugar cookie flavor to me it's so good and i don't feel the need to just scarf them all down all at once um so it's good it's like the perfect level of sweet mm -hmm. and it's so fun to pick out a cookie and see what different design is on it. Yeah. Like, this is so fun. Love this for Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, since it's the Pokemon 25th anniversary, mm -hmm. what if they had, like, a, a Pokeball Oreo oh, with little Pokemon? That would be so cute. The cookies. That would be so cute. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I want things to come with prizes more. Because yeah. you, you said that, and I was like, what if each box had a little figurine in it? A oh, random little Pokemon. figurine or like a little like Pokemon card that was in like a little foil. I just want things to have prizes. Like cereal. I, yeah, I miss like cereal prizes when, even when we were kids, were not great. Like There's... sometimes they were, but anymore it's just like if it has something inside it's like a code for an app or something yeah get on it like, i want little nonsense things yeah same yeah i suppose uh not so much a mini nugget but just a uh something i'm thinking about i'm really hoping that there's gonna be a valentine's day bob's burgers episode oh yeah this year because there wasn't one last year and i was miffed about it that's frustrating it was weird like 
it wasn't they haven't done Valentine's Day as long as they have done other holidays, but yeah. it was getting to where it was like in the rotation. It was like uh-huh. they had done one multiple years in a row. And then last year they just didn't do one. And I was like, what? Why? Yeah. Even if it's not specifically Valentine's Day, if they did like just like a love story. Yeah. Or just something. like a date themed yeah. one or something. That'd be like cute. there's a lot of things you can do with, especially with Tina, because she oh, always totally. has a crush on different boys and stuff. Mm-hmm. They did do a St. Patrick's Day one last year. So I don't know. Maybe That's they cute. decided to do that instead. Maybe they just didn't have any good Valentine's Day ideas. But okay. I hope they do one this year because two of my favorite episodes are Valentine's episodes. I love um, Bob Actually. Uh huh. Because even though I've never actually, I've never seen Love Actually. <laughs> But I love Bob, actually. Bob actually is superior. And I love the one that I think was the year after that with uh, Nat, the limo driver, who is one of my favorite now reoccurring characters. She's so fun. Twilight, (laughs) the ongoing saga. Yeah, it is funny because... I've seen a lot of people talking about how part of this, the the Twilight Renaissance, is because of the pandemic. It's just like everyone's like, I need comfort food. Well, everybody wants something that is nostalgic and comfortable, but also isn't particularly high stakes, which Twilight isn't. Yeah. It's not, you know, it doesn't have like huge overarching like parallels and stuff it's kind of just a contained story Mm -hmm. and there's something comfortable about that and that like you know that like your faves aren't gonna die or something like that yes that you're just like you want the happy ending yeah i love the twilight renaissance because it's not that people aren't still critical of it but now they're critical of it in a more constructive way because yeah. in the past, the hate was just, like, this popular thing that girls like, so we're going to hate on it. Yeah. And a lot of the criticism wasn't even really that well-founded. No. It was a lot of stuff that was kind of just, like, not even true. Or that, like, you know, oh, this is just going to give all girls some unrealistic, you know, idea of a relationship. And I don't think it really did to anybody. No. Um, if anything, maybe it just made some girls more aware of things or kind of made them think about things a little bit more or at least they thought about it later yeah um but what i love about it like i was i was on tumblr earlier and i was just going through the like twilight revival tag as on you tumblr. do as you do and i think what i love about the revival so much is that everybody has this very kind of like good-natured ribbing yeah sort of relationship with it's very memey now uh-huh. everybody is like playing with how silly and ridiculous a lot of stuff is and they're not afraid to, like, point out the stuff that is, like, you know, oh, that's weird or that's troubling or mm-hmm. something. Or, like, this is a problem. And there is kind of just this joke that, like, Twilight fans just basically ignore the canon of yeah. the book and they just <laughs> do whatever they want with it. Uh-huh. And I just love how everybody is in this place of where, like, oh, yeah, it's trash, but it's our trash. Yes. And, like, I just, I like being able to appreciate that because that, that is often my kind of humor is mm-hmm. when something is both good and bad. Yeah. And when you can love something and, like, have moments where you're like, oh, that's really cute. But then you can also laugh at that same yeah. movie. Like, that's what's so fun about watching them is that there's always stuff that makes us laugh. Yeah. It's not intended to be funny. We'll take the piss out of the moments. and Yeah. And then in other times we're like, oh, that's really cute. Really sweet. And like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I do think even some of the criticism, I don't always agree with all of the criticism, but it's like, you're valid. You can have mm-hmm. your have your opinion. Um, 
I know I have seen a lot of people talking about it. apparently Stephanie Meyer is coming out with a book or maybe, I don't know if it's a full novel or if it's more of like a novella short second life of Brie Tanner kind of thing <clears throat> um, about Jacob and Renesme. And a lot of people are very upset about that because like that's one of the things that people get really like uncomfortable Touchy with. And, yeah. With Twilight. And like, I get it. I totally get it's it. It's weird. But like there is a lot of stuff in Twilight where I think sometimes people just put too much. They're trying to apply too much reality to it. And I'm like. It's a fantasy novel. Yeah. It is set in our world, but it is not realistic at all. So it, I don't think it does anybody any good to com- try to, like, rationalize it too much. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to go, that's a wacky way of handling a love triangle. And don't think about it too hard. Yeah. It's hard to come up with new and original things to say about this every year. Yeah. I don't, again, I don't know how the McElroys do it with Paul Blart. <laughs> There were some things we noticed, though, and some, like, funny remarks. What I decided to kind of do this year was I was just writing the kind of, like, one, one-line one notes on my phone as we were watching. And we haven't even actually gotten through the Breaking Dawn movies yet. We ran out of time because we wanted to have this done for Valentine's Day. Yeah. So we've only watched through Eclipse, but it doesn't matter. That's okay. Still plenty of funny things in those. I enjoy the first three so much more. I do, too. Um, I think for me, I have said before, Eclipse is my favorite. I like getting everybody's backstories. I like that there, this one is kind of more action based from beginning to end. Yeah. I liked, you know, I was always like Jasper was always one of my favorite characters. So I liked that he got to say more than two words in yeah. that one. <laughs> I like getting to see him and Alice yeah. together. New Moon is always my favorite. And on this watching, I was like, yes, yeah, still is. I feel like I used to not like New Moon as much, but as we have been watching them again, it's become one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I I'm kind of the same way, but with Eclipse, every mm-hmm. time we start it, I'm like, ugh, because <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like. I mean, it's it's exciting, but I don't like all the the vampire army stuff as much. Uh-huh. Like just the setting of it. I'm just like, yeah. I just want to be in Forks. It is also interesting how Eclipse is just like, it's just a story of parallels. It's yeah. just how like they introduce something that happened in the past and uh-huh. then it happens again with both like Bella and then Jade, the, like the story of the, yeah. when the vampires attacked the Quileutes in the past yes. and the, the one lady like cut herself or killed herself or whatever to get the vampires to like distracted distracted so that they could kill them i like all that element that was all there and then there was also the parallel of jasper's story of being taken advantage of by yes thinking that he was in love with someone but she was actually using him and making him you know train and kill these vampires and then like that's the same thing that victoria is doing to uh yes whatever that guy's ryan i don't know ryan he had a very normal he he had a very generic name uh luke i don't know (laughs) ryan might be right new moon is always my favorite just because um it just it feels very satisfying after watching twilight Mm -hmm. where it's like oh no they broke up yeah (laughs) oh my god bella is so distraught and then she like overcomes it and that whole scene in italy is fabulous there's so much alice content Uh at the end and she's my favorite character yeah her outfits she gets a lot of great outfits (sighs) in that one and all the campy ridiculousness with jacob yeah it's so good Uh uh-huh face punch (laughs) i love that it's It's such a it's such a dorky moment and i just love the (laughs) the sort of forced like 
high school banter that will be in these movies sometimes it, it is both natural and very unnatural it's so funny and it makes me laugh face, face punch punch face and if, if twilight took place in a more modern setting face punch would have been like some superhero movie or something yes and also there would have been a lot more cell phone yeah. stuff going on i think yeah i i i feel like maybe the the ending of new moon the climax mm-hmm. could be reversed maybe with our our smartphone technology yes maybe uh-huh. i don't know if edward maybe would still have broken his smartphone yeah. after <laughs> getting that call from jacob yeah but also just the finale of new moon where you get to see the Volturi. Yes. And the fight. Because, and I just, I always love, I can't think of the actor's name, but the actor who plays Aro. Um, yes. He is giving it 150%. Sean Bean. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know his name. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. He is giving that role his all. He's amazing. He is full camp. And he actually does such a good job of making him seem scary he's, and unsettling and creepy. He's sinister but funny. Yeah. And I really love that in a villain. <laughs> I'm going to go through. I'm going to start just yeah, go, some go, go. My, some of my little notes that I wrote down. And also, because um, like I have been seeing what people have been talking about Twilight, so I've kind of been, I've had other things in my head oh, like rewatching them. Oh, like and stuff? Yeah. And, and also just a lot of people really like the first movie because of its like low budget indie atmosphere it had this indie director and twilight is not my favorite it never has been but like i definitely see where they're coming from for me personally i prefer the like warmed up setting but like it has grown on me so much where it's like now the first time we watched it again after having not seen it in a long time it just made me laugh like the whole time because it's just like so ridiculous yes but the more I watch it, the more I kind of like genuinely love the first movie. It has the best soundtrack out of all of them. Most Not, iconic. Yeah, definitely the most iconic. I think my favorite soundtracks are still New Moon and, and Eclipse. They have yeah. slapping soundtracks. But um, but yeah. So I just started like writing down some notes. We can just we can just pull through them. The first yeah. one I have here is um, Bella's emotional support cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was just, I had never really thought about it before. She's just clutching. Right in the beginning of the movie, they show her like, just, I don't know, walking out of the desert or something. And she's Mm -hmm. got like her bags and she's got these two like cactus in a pot. And then they just pretty quickly after that show her like walking like to Charlie's truck, like (laughs) leaving the airport. And she still is holding the cactus. And I was just (laughs) picturing her. On the flight. Holding this cactus the entire time she's on the flight, and, like, whoever is sitting next to her is just, like... What's that? She has a cactus. Is it- Great. <laughs> like, I hope there's not any turbulence, because you're going to get a face oh, full yeah. of that cactus. It's it's peculiar. She shove it into the, her uh, overhead... That was her carry-on? Luck- yeah. Carry-on cactus? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you said Bella's emotional support cactus, and I, I died in the moment. Yeah. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I did actually see a post on Tumblr about her, like... You're taking a cactus to this climate, you idiot. <laughs> it's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> I also said uh, Billy and Charlie get hotter with each viewing, which is true. Uh, it is just correct. it is a well known fact about watching these movies that when you're a kid, you like Jacob and, and Edward, and then as an adult, you're like Charlie <laughs> and Carlisle. And, yeah, and Carlisle, all the dads. I'm like, oh, this is how I know I'm not a teenager. <laughs> yeah, fully, fully. <laughs> like, hello, menses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
I also mentioned, I'm like, I want to eat burgers with Charlie at that little restaurant. Steak fries. Yeah, they looked so good. The waiter's so nice. Yeah, everybody. We also noticed in this viewing, there are so many black characters. Yeah, black extras. In, in especially the first Twilight movie, which is great. But it was funny to me thinking, I'm like, I guarantee there are not that many black people actually living in no, Florida. No, 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 And because like being so I'm from I'm from Oregon. Yeah. And I've seen small towns in like Oregon and Washington and like there they're just there aren't that many. No. Uh, it was cool, though. Yeah. And it does make sense for there to be Native people. There were way more Native yes. Americans in those areas than I generally ran into African-American people. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting thing like watching this movie and being like, there's so many black characters. And I bet there's like, like two black people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anna Kendrick brought so much to this to Jessica. Yeah. And like, especially after listening to Midnight Sun, mm-hmm. when like it really just drives home even more that like, Jessica's character is this very, like, two-faced, one-dimensional kind of character yes. where she's just, like, you know, wants popularity, is nice to Bella because, you know, Bella's getting attention and she kind of wants to, like, get that attention, too. But a lot of times she's just kind of bad-mouthing her in her head. Oh, yeah. Or just kind of, like, Ugh, why is she getting all this attention? She's not even pretty. But Which- I feel like... Anna Kendrick's version could still be that way, but she... She's likable. She's still likable. It's she's, like you can kind of understand where, where Jessica is coming from in the, in the movie, because they're, like, especially in New Moon. Jessica like, wanted to be the main character so bad. Yes. And it just, like, further is kind of illustrated that, like, Bella is not the main character, and she's like, yeah. why is everyone obsessed <laughs> uh-huh. with me? Yeah. You're killing each other over me. Yeah. And I, I think one of my favorite Jessica lines is in New Moon, after after she's already, like, had her awkward movie night with Bella the first time, and then when they're talking about going to see Face Punch, mm-hmm. she's like, movie night with Bella. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Great. Great. <laughs> it's like, I get it. Like, the last time you saw a movie with Bella, she went and got on some dude's motorcycle and you thought she was going to die. For real. She still makes her kind of this come off like this, like, oh, I'm just the like airheaded high school girl, but she isn't at the same time. She's also like, she's just way more likable and relatable. Yeah, she's like a good student. Uh huh. And like, you can, you just, you can find, kind of find yourself like empathizing with her yeah. in these situations where she's mm-hmm. just like, why are you acting so weird? <laughs> the other sign, the other line that makes me laugh a lot is when she's at the first movie night with her and she's like, I mean, like, I know you have your like depression thing and like, I'm super worried, but like, I have problems too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. She has some of the best lines. Yeah. Um, also in the first movie, <laughs> they just keep having Emmett standing in cars. Yeah. He's constantly just standing in the Jeep. And in one one of the scenes, it's them pulling into school. And it's like when Edward is gone, and when he like disappears for a few days. He's just standing there. And the he's just, and I was like, was Emmett standing in the back of the Jeep the entire ride to school? Yes. He is a golden retriever and holding like, his head out the window. <laughs> they're always talking about how the Colons are trying to keep a low profile and like not draw too much attention. But like they come in and they're like war Jeep and he's just standing in the back of it. Like <laughs> they would not do that in the books. No, 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 they wouldn't have. Uh, but it's just so funny how like that was that was sort of like the personality mm-hmm. they were trying to show 
through Emmett yeah. without him really having that many lines or mm-hmm. opportunities to say or do much. Yes. It's just him like, I'm a big dog and I stand in the car. And boof, <laughs> boof, boof. <laughs> Um, also, every time I watch Twilight, their biology teacher looks like Adrian Monk. Yeah. From the show Monk. Totally. Which I used to watch with my mom a whole lot much. I, Monk and Psych, I back to back. Same with my mom. And every time I see that biology teacher, I'm like, what's Monk doing here? Why is Monk here? Why is he teaching biology? Why yeah. does it look like there's a penis on the blackboard? <laughs> yeah. I think it's supposed to be an onion root, but... Didn't look like it at kind first. Of, kind of, <laughs> kind, kind of, of phallic. Yeah, a little. <laughs> I was super aware of the extras. This Me viewing, too. especially in the first movie, I was like, "Where are they now?" <laughs> yeah, early in the movie, like her first day of school, when um, Eric is <laughs> is talking to her as they're walking down the hall. Yeah. there's this blonde girl in like a Letterman jacket behind her. Who is just scowling at nothing. Yes. And she's behind her like for so long. Yeah. And I'd never really noticed her before, but she just has the most awkward look on her face. Yeah. Just like, who are you angry at? What? She just looks like she's glaring at somebody. For real. And then like we thought about it again later as it's like Edward and Bella are having one of many strained conversations Uh in class or like at the field trip. Mm -hmm. And like. The whole time that they're talking and they're having this kind of like, you know, oh, why do you keep lying to me? And like, I'm not. I'm just, I'm no good for you. Uh, Uh. I didn't say I didn't want to be your friend. I said I shouldn't be your friend. (laughs) 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 And there's just these two girls in front of them as they're like walking through the greenhouse. And they're just having to kind of like pretend that they're interested in plants and, and like flick their hair so many even times even though they are right in front of them and can definitely hear oh, what they're saying yes like just because they're not vampires doesn't mean that they can't hear the people directly behind them i think they thought they weren't going to be as much in frame as they were i picked up on bella's sass more this oh, yeah. viewing in the first movie is maybe it's because i reread the book again mm-hmm. um this last year but uh a lot of her lines, you get to see a little bit more of her kind of, like, defiance. Yeah. And the fact that it's, like, Edward keeps trying to, like, gaslight her. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, no, I'm going to figure out your thing. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to solve this mystery. You can't stop me. And I just, I do like it when, when Bella is snippy. Yes. I like it when she's snippy with Edward. That's what's so satisfying at the end of New Moon when she just turns around. She's like, shut up and like, so i'm good. like oh, i just want more of that yes. for bella and like especially in new moon or not new moon in eclipse when he's like oh i like took the engine or something out of your car because like yeah. i don't want you to like go to the to the res to, to the see res. jacob and then the next day i'm just i'm jumping forward here a little bit but that whole interaction it satisfies me so much because like that scene makes me so angry because like I want her to be really angry at Edward in that moment. I want her to like actually be mad at him and or just to be like, you know, like, you know what? Don't pick me up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drive myself to school tomorrow. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to see you for a while, mm-hmm. but I, at least I'm picturing what happens when <laughs> Jacob shows up and then Edward's like, like, no, don't, don't go with him. And then she's just like, bye. <laughs> and mm-hmm. she, she hops on Jacob's bike and they drive away. And I'm just picturing Edward awkwardly standing in the parking lot with like the rest of the school <laughs> having been like walking in the building. Like, did, did you just see that? Did she just, did, did she just do that? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> did they break up again? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, oh, and I'm just picturing like, did, did Edward just awkwardly go to school? Yeah. Or did he just like get in his car and like go 
like <laughs> go sulk somewhere while he was waiting for her to come Just back. Cried on a mountain. I like always forget about this scene until we're watching the first movie again when they're in the restaurant and Edward's telling her about his mind reading and he's oh. going around the room and he's like 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 sex money sex money of like what everybody's thinking sex, and then sex, money, and money. then and then cat and then there's just this guy who goes hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet it just hmm. it always made me laugh i'm like oh i relate to cat guy yeah <laughs> um, i thought you were gonna talk about butt crack santa at first who's be- become oh, kind of a meme yes that was you showed me some really funny there was a bingo board for the like twilight renaissance uh-huh. and one of the boxes was you find butt crack santa attractive yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh it's um really great speaking of finding attractive every time when we when bella goes to the beach with um mike oh. and jessica and yeah. all the rest of them um and jacob and his friends show up and i don't remember i don't know like which characters his friends are supposed to be because if they are the same ones as Later, they must have been recast. I think so. I think but like were. those two guys are so hot. They have great hair. They're so hot. And every time I, I watch that movie, I'm just like, I would have left the party. Fled. I would have just been like, thanks for the ride, guys. I'll see you later. It's been real chill. I'm going to go hang out with these beautiful men that just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Edward who? I don't <laughs> who cares yeah uh and then also as as bella is um like she's heard the legend from jacob and then she gets the book and she's reading the the legends and she she's li- reading about the cold ones and then she just looks up and goes cold <laughs> <laughs> Burr. I'm, like, I'm like good good no, research bella <laughs> You made the connection. <laughs> Cold. They do not make her like bookish at all. No, not really. And I wish she was. Yeah. It's way more apparent. And the only time they ever even the reference uh, the fact that she wants to go into like a science based career is when she's talking to her mom in Eclipse and she's like, oh, Alaska has a really great science program. Yeah. But other than that, they had not told us in the movies at all that she was like good and interested in science. She has not attended school. No. <laughs> The volume of the crinkle tinkles when Edward is showing himself in the sun. Oh, yes. Are aggressively loud. The bedazzle blings. They're just like, tinkle, 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 tinkle. Yeah, in Twilight and New Moon. And then by the time Eclipse came around. They're like, glitter doesn't have a sound. And I I appreciated that. (laughs) Yeah. It's okay if there's like a little bit of like, oh, not like that. Or just kind of like some background music. But it was just... It was just so aggressively loud, and I hadn't noticed that before. It was just yes. like, tinkle, tinkle, crackle, crackle. <laughs> bubble wrap. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. You wouldn't understand, Bella. I can't take two steps without going pop, 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 pop. <laughs> And also, I just noticed how different the meadow scene is. Because like I said, I had reread the book last year for the first time since like middle school. And I forgot how much I loved the meadow scene in the book. And the meadow scene doesn't even really exist necessarily in the movie because the whole thing with the with the meadow scene is that it's this like date he's invited her on and it's like his this first big moment of him allowing himself to be vulnerable with her to show more of himself to her and to like start to feel accepted by her to like believe that she isn't afraid of him. Mm -hmm. And that's when I get like some of my favorite like manic Edward moments of him just being like 
so happy and you get like a touch of that like, it's like a little moment of that like when he just shows up on top of her car mm-hmm. and then he just like pops out the the dent yes and, and he's like i'm gonna take you to my parents house that's like the most you kind of get of that version i loved that but um in the in the movie it's basically just that like she just follows him into the woods after school and then they have the like overly dramatized version of the like as if you could outrun me yeah. blah 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 and then they're just like laying in flowers and that's kind of the extent of the meadow scene mm-hmm. and i'm like oh the meadow scene was better in the book i want so badly for bella to actually wear the khaki skirt oh my god yes it is it's kind of a well-known meme at this point how there is a scene in the book where bella puts she's trying to figure out what to wear to his parents house and she puts on like a, a long khaki skirt and a and a blouse and, she has and he's lustful ankles. And, he, and he's just like, oh, you're utterly, utterly delectable or something like that. Just acting like like she's the sexiest thing ever. And, I'm, and we're just, the pictures people make in the fan edits it's of, so of like Kristen Stewart and it looking like <laughs> looking Mom like, a, core. like she's going to the, the Mormon cookout the, or the, something. The like. Mormon farmer's market. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to a like a like youth group yes at the mormon church for real the hilarious drama of when bella and edward show up at school together for the first time and angela is like lifting him and then she just goes oh my, my god. god i love it i love it <laughs> it's so unnecessarily dramatic and i love it i want a twilight musical yes please and star kid hey please <laughs> that'd be so good <laughs> well they did the um we played it in the podcast before, but they Starkid did do right. a Twilight parody with the 13 going on. Yes. Or 16 going on 17. Yeah. Yeah. But that was just like a short thing. I want a full, yeah. full, like a very Potter musical. That'd be so good. <laughs> oh, and then like, okay, moving on to more of the like New Moon stuff. I think part of what I love about New Moon is I love the first like 30 minutes of New Moon so much. I love how in the beginning... Edward is actually more similar to Breaking Dawn Part 2, Edward, where he's not as, like, depressed and angsty. He's a little bit more playful and normal, and they seem like, you know, they have a good rapport. (laughs) A rapport. Um, But mostly it's just that every single time I'm just like, not Werewolf Jacob is so charming Mm -hmm. in New Moon. He... And I feel like in the movie, especially, he and Bella have so much more chemistry mm-hmm. than Edward and Bella do. Yeah. And when they're having their cute little montage where they play that song and they're like, she's like tossing pizza to him and they're hanging out and they're working on the motorcycles. And she's talking about how like things are better when he's around and she feels better and they're just cute and he's charming. And even though he can tell he likes her and he doesn't know how to say it, it's cute. It does, It's not annoying. Like once he becomes a werewolf, the one thing that is just like, it's ridiculous and fun or whatever, but it's so, it's so out of character for him because uh-huh. he isn't a shapeshifter yet. Yeah. Um, when Jacob's fixing the bike mm-hmm. and they have this like cutaway where Bella tosses him a piece of pizza uh-huh. and then it transforms into, into a, a wrench, wrench yeah. and he catches it uh-huh. without even looking at it. His back is turned and he just goes Psh, like he's a superhero. Yeah, I think that that was just supposed to be like visually fun. But uh, it was so ridiculous was that really I was ridiculous. just like, oh, my God, you can show he's smooth in like other yeah. ways before he becomes. But as part of why superhuman. I kind of love that whole scene, because yeah. it's just like it is. both. No, it is I cute. find it both cute and charming and 
silly that's, and, and that ridiculous. Just, that moment just, like, just took whole, me out of it for franchise. a moment, oh, but yeah. it was good. Yeah. Um, I actually think it would have been funnier if she just thrown it at him. Hits and him then, in the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, who just throws a piece of pizza? Yeah, she tosses a piece of pizza. The wrench hits him in the head and he's like, where the fuck is my pizza? <laughs> <laughs> which which <laughs> is how 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 is anyone ever offered someone a piece of pizza like that where they just hey fling it at them from slap. across a barn <laughs> yeah just get frisbeed yeah slap slap like can i have a paper towel please a plate is marinara can you let me pick it up myself i have please. pepperoni in my i'm eye. also like i'm working on a motorcycle i'm my hands are dirty I can't just eat pizza right now. I have to wash my hands. <laughs> it's just a lot. Um, but in general, when he is in his like human state, he's so sweet. He's so cute. He is funny and mm -hmm. they feel like real friends. Yeah. And I'm just like, I love this. And my headcanon, my like Team Jacob headcanon is that um, Victoria never comes back. For whatever reason, she does not come back. Maybe she thinks that because they broke up, that killing her will not get back at Edward because maybe he doesn't care. And then... Uh, it's more of the Collins' faults that yeah. James is dead anyway. Yeah. So she should be going after the Collins. Yeah. Like, go after... Like, I know she's, like, specifically trying to hurt Edward, but, like, go after them. Do, do something else. Yeah. But, okay, so headcam, she doesn't come back. Maybe they kill her. Or the wolves kill her. The wolves that are already wolves kill her. She breaks her ankle. Yeah, something happens. <laughs> after she fell down the stairs. She lost her foot. She fell down the stairs after she got completely dressed up um, to go to prom just to watch them from the window and then dramatically walk down the stairs. Yes, yes, yes. Which is also a hilarious scene. So good. And like, she just wanted to dress up. She yeah. just wanted an excuse to wear an evening yeah. gown. And so petty. Um, <laughs> and Bella and Jacob continue to hang out. And enough time passes that she actually does get over Edward and she doesn't miss him as much anymore. And it still is like, oh, that was a bad breakup, but uh, it doesn't hurt as much anymore. And then she and Jacob uh, fall in love. And then that's that's the end of the story. I bet there is a fanfic. Probably. A hundred. But I'm just like, I wanted to like stop there because they seem so genuinely into each other. And like, it really does seem like Bella actually does like him. Mm hmm. She's like, especially when she says stuff, she's like, you know, you're kind of beautiful. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. that's mean, Bella. You're <laughs> playing with his yeah. heart. <laughs> and the other thing is that, like, I have seen a lot of people point out how really unhealthy and ridiculous it was for them to basically force Taylor Lautner as a, like, 17-year-old to put on that much muscle that quickly or be recast was yeah. basically the threat. And, of course, like, People in Hollywood do this a lot, and I don't think it's good when any of them do it. Um, but I just noticed especially how unnecessary it was for him to have that muscle. Yeah. None of the other, like, werewolf kids are buff. They're, no. like, toned or whatever, but none of them are, like, big and bulky like he is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it doesn't even really make sense. It's like, why was he bulking up so much even before he was a wolf anyway? Just because well. he was, like, getting ready to, and he didn't know it. It's because of Hollister. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> all those like mall ads of like, they kind of shaped the teen's view of what was like the hot guy. Yeah. And it's just, period. I know that they did that because they wanted him to be like a hot heartthrob, but I think he would have been that without the muscles. Like, girls would have still thought I mean, he was Edward cute. isn't muscular, no, really. Exactly. And so it's just like that, that irks me yep. a fair bit, especially because 
I think that he looks more natural as a teenager when he's not all muscular and I just miss his long hair. Like I know it's a bad wig, but if his hair was actually long, I think it frames his face really well. And I just think he looks really cute in his little t-shirts and yeah. I miss it when he wore clothes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like once he has his like buzz cut and his tank tops and his shorts, I am instantly less attracted to him. Like, nope. <laughs> Taylor Lautner's not a bad looking guy. Like I don't think he looks bad or anything, mm-hmm. but it's just that like, I find him so much more endearing when he was like a cute, semi-awkward but like jokey fun teenager Mm -hmm. in a hoodie with his long hair i want pre-werewolf jacob to say boof this became a running joke for us all these opportunities where we just wanted him to go we just had this this (laughs) this thought in our heads of like (laughs) before he becomes a werewolf and he's like he's just saying there's boof and he's like why did i say that what happened what was that? Something came over me. <laughs> like instead of having his like awkward fight with Mike, he was just, boof. Yes, I just I'm I'm picturing like him coming to Bella while she's doing yard work and the sprinkler turns on and he all of a sudden he's like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just starts like chasing squirrels. Or whenever he's like mad at the Collins, he like pees on their car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to believe that if there was a midnight sun edition of like every book mm-hmm. that Edward spends a lot of his time rinsing pee <laughs> off his car. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Nobody is having a worse time in the whole saga than Mike Newton. Yeah. He is just the punching bag of the series. When he's like almost crying in the movie theater. Uh-huh. <laughs> just like, let him go home. Yeah, he, he, he gets the flu. He throws up his date, his attempted date with Bella. It was not a date. Yeah, and then was... and then uh, the guy who came with them just gets mad at him for no reason and threatens to put him in the hospital. It's like, mom, come pick me up. <laughs> the kids are doing drugs at this. I should have kept dating Jessica. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> He has kind of a glow up, though, in Eclipse. He does. All of a sudden, because, like, I was kind of joking when you're watching it that everybody's hair keeps changing except Mike's, but it Mm -hmm. does in the third one. He's the most handsome. He suddenly has, like, kind of, like, some bangs. Yeah. And Eric's hair gets, like, an upgrade in each one. He has ridiculous hair in the first movie. Just the biggest, messiest, like, emo bowl cut nonsense. And it keeps getting, like, cleaned up. And by Eclipse, it's like, it looks good now. It looks Looks really good. good. Yeah, Same with a lot of the Colons' hair. Like, it's still... Some of their hair still just looks, like, very unnatural. But it, it looks a little softer. It's mm-hmm. not as, like, harshly styled and gelled. And everybody has more color. It was just nice seeing how confident Mike was. Yeah. By Eclipse. Mm-hmm. In the scene when they're... Uh, I think it's when Bella's coming over for the first time. And they're, like, making Italian food for her. Not only am I just, like, every time... Hey, Edward, shut up. And I, I, know. I saw people memeing about this Edward's online the too, where it's just like Bella had no problem just being like, "Oh, thanks!" Like I'm sure she could eat a and little spaghetti or something or whatever they were making. I feel and he's the one who's like, "She already ate." And I'm like, "Hey, hey, you need to say that. Hey, why'd you say that? She ruined. Hey, why it. are you making it awkward? Not it. only just for them, but for Bella." Yeah. It would have been nicer. It also wouldn't it have probably given them a nice chance to get to know each other while she's eating and they'll, I guess, watch her eat. I don't know. <laughs> All these eyes. Yeah, they're like, There's a spotlight on do, her. Do you need some Parmesan? Oh my God. I would not be able to like, <laughs> that's my nightmare. Yeah. my my What I wrote was Edward is so unnecessary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she already ate. And then also while they're making the food and Rosalie's like angry, angrily carrying a salad bowl, she's just wearing gloves in the house for some reason just to be dramatic i guess alice and jasper making their entrance from a tree is pure art 
them just like walking in off a tree and hopping in through the window of just like the drama the nonsense the ridiculous nature of this film her boho emo ass yes. like <laughs> tinkerbell trotting into the kitchen like oh my sister's here yeah human sister <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love her. Uh I love her, too. And especially, like, having read Midnight Sun, the way she's like, Edward, when do I get to meet her? We're supposed to be best friends. Already, you're going to marry her? Yeah. She's going to be my sister? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. We were saying that, of course, Edward has a dramatic lounging couch in his room. Because he doesn't have a bed, but I just picture that that's where he, he lies and listens to Lincoln Park, which is canonical in Midnight Sun. It is. He he listens to his dramatic music and and sighs. (gasps) (sighs) 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 While he listens to all of his family members being in love and he's just like, shut up, I'm calling the horny police. (laughs) (laughs) I also had a really funny moment realizing that um, because vampires don't ever sleep, there's some point during the day where they're just like, well, Time to change outfits now so we could seem like normal people. Yeah, and they don't seem to get, like, uncomfortable in the way that humans do, so it's not like they'd have, like... They don't ever seem to wear, like, sweatpants. No. Or, like, pajamas just for comfort. Yeah. It's just weird to think, Again, I have no concept of what they can and cannot feel. Because... We've well, we've discovered that they can feel temperature. They do feel pain, but like cold doesn't bother them. That vamp- they can they can feel pain. The vampire that got its arm ripped off is like screaming. Yeah, they can feel pain, but it doesn't always seem to bother them in the same way. Don't sleep, but they also never apparently want to be comfortable at all. I don't understand how much of them is like plastic and how much is alive. Yeah. <laughs> While Edward is sucking the venom out of her arm in the ballet studio. <laughs> The most dramatic music. I can't understand a word he is saying. It's quite aggressive. But it's just, it's so dramatic. It's too much. Uh, um, their ridiculous prom is delightful looking. It looks so good. It's so fucking And there, I never noticed how good the view was when they're outside and you can oh, like see gorgeous, out to like the ocean gorgeous, and the forest gorgeous, and stuff. And I was like, it's beautiful. I love it. But it is really funny because in the book, it is like specifically, a, it's a realistic small town prom where it's like in the gym. Napoleon Dynamite. There's a balloon arch. Yeah. It's like hilariously normal yeah. and small. And then... <laughs> The prom in the movie is like at a country club or something. It's very fancy. Yeah, hotel. Yeah, it's it's very very fancy. There's a delightfully romantic gazebo. Yes. I I wrote um, I ain't never seen a non romantic gazebo. It's the truth. Uh, but Twilight and uh, The Sound of Music have <sighs> ruined me for gazebos. Same. If someone doesn't kiss me in a gazebo before I die. I will die unhappy. <laughs> I want to redo because I've been yeah. kissed in a gazebo. <laughs> but it didn't count. It did not count. <laughs> uh, I have just here, uh, Bella is another kin. <laughs> she is. She's like, a am vampire. Yeah. Uh, I wrote uh, New Moon Harpsichord. <sighs> I talked about it last year. It's just so good. It's the, uh, it's so good. It's the <laughs> fact that the music influenced that scene so much mm-hmm. that all of a sudden, like when she gets cut, she's like, 
oh my gosh, I'm in a room with all these like ancient monsters. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And every time that scene happens, I'm just like, there is literally no way Jasper could go to high school. People get paper cuts. People fall. People like scrape their knee or, or fall and pee or get a nosebleed or, you know, like I've said, women be on their periods or something. And uh, it's concealed in clothes. But like Bella gets one paper cut in front of him and he's like, I will eat you right now. I don't know if it's the kind of thing where it's like it's in the air. Maybe I do. I do think that it is supposed to be true that like her blood is extra appealing in general, but it is the most appealing to Edward. It is like specific to him, but other people like other vampires kind of note on like, Ooh, she does smell really good. Spicy. So maybe, and maybe he was just like extra hungry that day. He was going to hunt that night and didn't yeah. have a chance to yet. Yeah. And she just smelled real good. Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> they were all very hungry. It and it also, again, Edward, you didn't need to fling her into a glass table, causing her to bleed more in the room full of <laughs> Fling vampires. her into a couch. <laughs> you could have also just like stood in front of her or like grabbed her and like moved her back with you a little bit or something or you're i don't know a really fast vampire why don't you just run in front of her and grab jasper and not fling her into a glass table grabs her by the scruff of her neck and (laughs) eats her into the piano don't worry bella i'll protect you from your paper cut throws her out the window (laughs) rolling down the hill as you wish There's just a, a hole in the one of their big windows where she just went flying through it. Jasper's just <laughs> running after her on all fours. When Edward brings her back after that night, and then he just turns around and dramatically walks off into the dark in his in his suit. Goodbye. <laughs> and and then like, you know, Bella, her parents got her like a camera mm-hmm. for her birthday. And she, like, a picture was taken of them. Oh, and she has her Canon printer. Yeah, she has her Canon printer. <laughs> it is, you, you have to, to mention the Canon you printer. Have to, it's there. Um, and the, the high quality of the photo from the <laughs> Canon printer. Not a sponsor. And then she just folds herself out of the That's camera. what I was going to say, <laughs> is that every time she does that, I'm like, Bella, what? Hey, hey, Bella. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody Bella, else? Bella, you made the picture look dumber. Yeah. It was a good picture, and then you just, like, folded it in half and taped it on, and it looks weird and stupid, and it makes it seem like, like, the only reason a, a human being would do something like that is if, like, you were cutting out, like, an ex-boyfriend or something out of a picture, she, but you still wanted the picture. She hates the way she looks. I know, and it's just, like, this is why nobody takes your love seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Because you seem to have like zero self love or self respect whatsoever most of the time, but then you're just like Edward, you can kill me, you can step on me. I don't. <laughs> it's hard for me to imagine. I know that's like realistic. Like, uh-huh. People have insecurities, but whenever I've been, but it's in- a nice picture too. It it's looked a, fine. It's a nice picture. Whenever I'm in a relationship, suddenly mm-hmm. my mood about myself shifts, like three sixty, no one eighty. I'm like, yeah. I look good. Uh huh. Because someone else is, like, appreciating the way well, I yeah, look as and, well. Yeah, and, like, if you're just, you're wanting to, like, cherish the memory, don't you want to, like, cherish the memory of you together? At least you didn't this, cut it out. In this moment, yeah. You can fold it back. But... And, like, I think that is part of why they did that, because they wanted to have Edward coming back later, and he, like, finds the picture. And I think that is what hits him, too, is that he's, like, 
she cares more about me than she does about herself. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what scares him. Yeah. And like, cause I mean, he acknowledges that this relationship is unhealthy. Toxic. But, but, <laughs> but you know, whatever. I love <laughs> her mom being like, don't you think it's a little much? <laughs> yeah. Or when like she first finds out that she's seeing someone, she's like, oh, tell me everything. What is, what's he like? Is he indie? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Is he a skater boy? Mom's died. <laughs> uh, Bella not leaving the house for months hit different this time. Quarantine real mess. Yeah. There's <laughs> a possibility. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> March. <laughs> April. And May. We're, and we're still going. And one more time. <laughs> yeah. It's so extra, even before Jacob becomes a werewolf, when she hits her head and he just stands up, dramatically takes off his shirt to to <laughs> mop the blood off her head. And I'm just like, this scene is so awkward. It'd be so, you made it so awkward. It'd be so funny in a parody. And he's like, yeah, let me just... Uh... And then it starts like smearing and he's like, oh, oh God. <laughs> Every time he goes to dad, there's like more oh, blood. Oh, you're bleeding more now. <laughs> it's just... just passes out. It's her other side of her head on the rock. <laughs> and he has to carry her. It just starts spraying yeah. out of her. <laughs> All over his chest. He's just like pushing his shirt. That's yeah. just like yeah. spraying when, past when she, his hands He realizes like she's fully unconscious. He's starting like, ah! <laughs> He's like, what? Bella, why are you apologizing for bleeding? Okay, you should apologize, actually. He's like, this is a lie. <laughs> are you a hemophiliac or something? He tries to w- lick the wound. Yeah. <laughs> Boof. 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 <laughs> Don't worry. I'll go get Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> I'll go get What help. is it? What is it? <laughs> Bella fell down the well. Boof. Boof. <laughs> I just have written down, I wish I could quit you. <laughs> I don't even remember the context. Oh, of there was we just multiple that. times where Jacob is being so extra <laughs> that I'm like, this is just broke back mountain. Yeah. It <laughs> when is. he was in the rain. Yeah. And he crying in the rain. Bella. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think that's what I hate about werewolf Jacob is that he goes from just having like a normal human face to all the time. He's either like, he's just a combination of like glaring and like, just like, oh, Oh, oh. His eyes aren't open anymore. Yeah. The scenes, he's just like... It's just like so angsty. And like, I am someone who loves an angsty boy and a story. This but, is the wrong kind. But it's the kind I dislike. Yes. Um, But I... <laughs> when... I think that's when they're like in the car. Like, and she's she's still trying to like get him to tell her why he's acting so weird. Because she doesn't know he's a wolf yet. Yeah. And he's like, Bella, I'm not good and then I wanted Bella to just be like, oh, not this horse piss again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of these men just being like, I'm not the good guy. I'm, I'm the, the bad guy. guy. Duh. <laughs> but also, like, Jacob, what are you even talking about? You're literally, like, guardians. Yeah, like, I know. He's not, like, damned like a you're vampire. You're not killing people like vampires are. You're protecting the planet. You're protecting, like, your people Captain and the town planet. and... You're like, what is, I would say, yeah, actually seemingly pretty evil creatures for the most part. Most of them tend to be not super morally cool. No. <laughs> They're morally ambiguous at best. Most of the time, the Colons are like the weird, the, rare exception. The, and the people in Alaska. Alaska. And the Volturi are like, they have a permanent residence, but they are anything but 
like civilized. Oh no, they're campy motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're eating whole groups of tourists, and I don't know how they're getting away with that. Bella still thinks that he's being like mind controlled or something by Sam, and uh, I just I wrote Bella says catch these hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bella will throw hands, yes. and she does. She likes to punch werewolves. <laughs> yeah, and break her hand. Yeah. Um, I wanted really bad. One of the big muffins that she, that Emily she made, made. That she made for the wolves. I oh just, my god! I wanted one. Emily's so great. Every time we see her, she's cooking werewolf food. Yeah, and <laughs> I'd like to think that she does other things too. It was just really funny but... <laughs> in one of the scenes where Bella's just talking to them, and one of them's just like gnawing on yeah. <laughs> some meat. I. It's one of those dumb werewolf tropes that I like a lot. That they're just hungry all the time. <laughs> I'm a big boy dog. <laughs> when Bella storms up to them and she gets all mad, hey, what is it that he even says? He's just like, what does she say? What? We? What did we do? What? What? <laughs> I can never figure out what it is he's actually saying. <laughs> I don't remember. And it's just, it's very, I don't know. It's just a very awkward scene. Yeah. It's like before he like wolfs out and then Jacob has to come fight him or whatever. But. <laughs> Stop, calm down. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. um, during one of my favorite montages when they're uh Henry and Charlie and them are like hunting for whatever animal has been killing people in a the bear. area. They think it's yeah, a bear. Yeah, I think it's a bear. Yeah. Bella told them it was a wolf. It's big a big wolf bear. A I love the song that plays, and I just think it's a really good moment, like with that song. It's very very moody. I like yes, the mood they it's set. Very good. Oh, and Victoria. I running. never noticed Victoria in the She's tree scrambling before. up in the tree. I was like, look at that. Yeah, there's a moment where like before Henry looks back, you can see her kind of blurred in the background like in the tree, cryptid. and it's really creepy. And I somehow never yeah, noticed that exact moment. She's before. pretty much all blacked out except for her bright red yeah. hair. Yeah, like, and it's Ugh. blurred. It's like yeah. far enough, and it's kind of blurred, so you don't see her detail. You just see like her hair and her shape the grudge and then she's just like suddenly closer and it's like Ugh. Ugh. i also have written here check your human privilege balance <laughs> <laughs> yeah um just rosalie all the time yeah that yeah that was it wasn't referenced to rosalie mm-hmm. i also have underrated elevator scene in oh the- <laughs> my god it's my favorite moment of new moon because it's like so dramatic and then they're just like in this all awkwardly in this elevator the characters <laughs> All their personalities in that one shot. Uh-huh. It's so good. Just like Bella looking up at Edward, like, I can't believe I found you. Like, so Twitter pated. Mm-hmm. And then Alice is just like, I picked the wrong outfit for today. Yeah. <laughs> just like, there's just elevator music in the background. And Jane, Arrow, Jane's just standing there all dramatically. Her eyes are like, she's like out of focus. Her uh-huh. eyes are going like two different directions. Aro is so tall and broody. Yeah. Not Aro. Just one of the tall vampires. Oh, yeah. I think that's like Kane. Or He's almost out of the frame. Something. It's so funny. And just like this little elevator music. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, that's Dakota Fanning, isn't it? Yeah. Playing Jane. She did such a good job. Pain. She made Jane very creepy. She's so good. She like, she captured her very well. I was impressed with that. Yeah. Oh, and I love all the scenes where they show her like dramatically entering jane entered the chat yeah (laughs) and she's just like barely walking but just Uh like floating forward and she dresses like she's the little girl in the shining (laughs) literally it's so good her eye makeup yes i was like captivated by her eye makeup smoky in the second and third movies i feel like i need to try to replicate it i like never noticed the color before i think i always just thought it was just like a smoky eye but it has like it's like metallic blue kind of on top of a charcoaly color. And it could be the filter, but it's yeah, a cool look. Yeah, it's very striking. Yeah. 
Good job, makeup artist. Yeah, you did it. Um, I have, this was an inside joke that you and I came, made up, but Ooh. I just wrote, uh, Aro needs his sippy. <laughs> he's like, he's like I, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. Yeah. Get me, <laughs> give me my royal sippy. Jane, get me my sippy. I demand my sippy. <laughs> Bring me my sippy. It's full of tur- tourist juice. <laughs> uh, and then I also have like from the end of, um, of New Moon. I have I say I live for Bella telling everyone to shut up. I do every time. Shut up. It's, it's simple but makes me happy. And I also wrote here, Bella, haha, now you have to turn me. And Edward's fine, but I'm gonna complain the whole time. <laughs> I also just uh, wrote here, Muppet Twilight discuss. <laughs> yes we just had a moment we were, where we were like oh my god what, what if what it was how would you cast muppet twilight so bella's still Kristen stewart i still yeah. want her to be human yeah and i think that it's like what are you and yeah it's kermit the frog is edward yeah especially because there is like that uh that gif from when vincent yes. price was on the muppet show kermit and kermit his, has fangs yeah it bites like, his ah! neck um miss piggy is rosalie yeah I believe. Yeah. Um, I don't know who to have as Alice. Maybe I was thinking, um, what's her name? Jan? Janet. Janet. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking her as Alice because she's the kind of like groovy psychedelic one. So mm-hmm. I think she kind of fit the kind of like pixie like nature of Alex of Alice the best. That would be really good. There aren't a lot of female Muppets. So no. it's, it's hard to to cast them. It is. But I, I think just the Collins would be Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is a human. Um, They're so inhumanly beautiful. <laughs> Emmett is Sweetums. <laughs> <laughs> Carlisle is um, Sam the Eagle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rolf is uh, is Jasper or something like that. Yeah. Well, I was kind of thinking <laughs> Beaker. <laughs> yes, you're, you're correct. She's like... Mm-hmm. You're, you're... <laughs> And then Peter starts talking with a southern accent randomly in like, the second act. Yeah. Edward Kermit is uh he's playing like Bella's theme and then he just goes, It ain't easy, Beam Green. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say it out loud. <laughs> out loud. Um Oh, and Rosalie like going to kill her ex after mm-hmm. being turned into a vampire. Yeah, I really just want that scene as Miss, Miss Piggy, Piggy as a murderer. With red bride. eyes. <laughs> In a wedding dress, karate chopping. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, I, I wrote here, there's, <laughs> I was like, Rosalie angrily reading a newspaper is a mood. Very. There's, I don't remember the context. I think they've asked her to do something or just something's going on that she's angry about. And she's just holding a newspaper and glaring. It's so good. At them above the paper. Yes. <laughs> also, when, uh, when Rosalie is telling Bella her backstory... It's good. There is a moment in the end that I am always captivated by uh, where she's like, after she's like, I was a little more theatrical back then. She, there is a moment where it's just on her and she is saying nothing and conveying everything with her facial expressions. She has like so many emotions go through her face where she's like, she kind of smiles and she kind of grimaces and she's like, it's like, and her eyes are kind of flitting around. Like you can tell she's just like cycling through like so many memories Mm -hmm. and just like a lot of different emotions. So good. So good. And I was like, good for you. She's an underrated character. Yeah. It didn't help. We were constantly making dog jokes. We could not stop making (laughs) dog jokes. Just picturing Jacob, like, like the way dogs will like 
paw at you to like get you to pet them or like shove their nose under your hand. I just pictured him like, like, puppy. <laughs> and then it didn't it didn't help when later in the movie, Bella's like, Jake, stay. And it's oh not, my God. it's not meant to be funny, but it is funny because we, we he's giggled a, dog. a bit. Yeah. And it's um, just like, Jake, stay. And I wanted to be like, sit. <laughs> Lay down. Inuyasha. Yeah. <laughs> Sit, boy. I feel like we have to mention just for a moment mm-hmm. that there is a uh, discourse. The discourse that is around the Twilight Renaissance right now is that um, the native characters being like aggressive. Yeah. Or animals. just like people have, have said like, oh, because like they painted them as being like savages and being like uncivilized. Yeah. But like and like I see what you're saying. Like, by making them be, like, shapeshifters and stuff, it's kind of stereotypical. But I never got, like, savages from them. No. Or that, like, if anything, the vampires are the ones that are, like, really Mm animal-like. They're the monsters that are going around eating people. And, like, the Cullens are this, like, real rarity. Like, other vampires are like, y'all are weird. (laughs) There's this balance of, like, the shapeshifters are sacred. Yeah. And then the vampires are abominations. Yeah, and again, because, like, the werewolves don't kill humans. They only kill vampires. Like, and I I saw people pointing out the, like, the thing about how when Sam had gotten, like, really mad, he had scarred, um, I forgot her name again. Was it Emily? Emily, yeah. Emily. That he, like, scarred her and that, you know... It's like, oh, they can just, like, making it out, like, they can't control their emotions. But also, that seems to only really be the case when they're, like, new wolves. Yes. That, like, once they've been that for a while, they, like, can control their wolfiness more. Yeah. And, like, I see what people are saying, but I just, I never got that. I never took that away that they were supposed to be, like, violent and stuff. Because if anything, they're the ones who are, like, protectors. Yeah. And they're the ones, like, keeping humans safe. And they're, like more of a community and stuff than vampires tend to be. I would like to hear um, some native readers talk about their points of view on the subject, but just wanted to say that that's kind of like a discussion happening Mm -hmm. right now and us like poking fun at the idea of a werewolf wanting to pee on Edward's car is just the werewolf stereotype. Yeah, and just in general, I don't think that Twilight was not the first thing to have like those werewolf and shapeshifter stereotypes. Like, like stephanie meyer did not invent the omega verse no. or anything like that like that kind of stuff you see in a lot of like fantasy and not just with werewolves you see it also sometimes with like fey related yeah. things too any of these like creatures that are supposed to be sort of instinct based and like have the idea of mates and things and like sort of hierarchies of of like um creatures yep. and stuff like so i think when i see that i'm just so used to that as being like this is how war- werewolves act which i think kind of just goes back to the whole like oh you got to chain yourself up yes well you're if you're wolfing out because mm. like you could accidentally hurt people yep yep and they aren't actually werewolves they're they're no. shapeshifters they're, if anything they're way more put together and able to control themselves more it's just that first like month where yeah. they're like transforming for the first time uh-huh. that their like emotions are very heightened yeah and like they're going through a bunch of crazy transformations and stuff and they're like getting used to everything yeah and it's harder for them to like control when they shift and stuff mm-hmm. but like i see what you're saying but i, I just don't really think that that was the intent kind of wanted to just take a brief moment and go to tumblr and just like 
read a few of my favorite <laughs> uh, things I had heard people say. Yeah, I, I did reblog a few. I'll go. I'll go through some of them. Some of the ones that are just written that yes. don't require images and stuff. Okay, this one comes from the the blog. Jasper is a snack. <laughs> Edward is so funny because he's constantly like, we unsettle the humans. They don't understand it, but something in them warns that we are a predator. Even the mere glint of our teeth unnerves them for reasons they do not understand. And then he's like, and then I snarled at my sister very loudly in front of many humans. Like, sis, they aren't unnerved. They just think you're, you're that weird kid who was too into warrior cats. <laughs> Catches a pencil midair as it rolls down the edge of the table. Me, as if you could outrun me. <laughs> that came from in the middle of my midnight from hail twin stan twilight but it's set in the uk so when edward runs away to quote alaska you just get a shot of him roaming the scottish highlands with mournful bagpipes in the background <laughs> that's very good <laughs> bella about to change the cullen clan forever in a deep and terrible way hey alice have you ever heard of that so raven <laughs> it's from the 104 year old virgin also someone made a lovely like mood board of if twilight took place in the middle ages and it's really pretty and i liked it a lot it is pretty why do we not have more vampires exploring the deep sea like okay you don't need to breathe and you know 95 percent of the ocean has yet to be documented and explored and you call yourself scholars <laughs> lazy <laughs> lazy bias and says i don't know how to say their their name so Sorry. <laughs> Did a good job. <laughs> Edward, please let me buy you a nice car that's safe and quiet and consumes a reasonable amount of gas. Bella, standing on the roof of the red Chevy with nunchucks. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Nuh-uh, hold up. You messing with my truck? You messing with my truck, dipstick? <laughs> <laughs> that one's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those those were some of the some of the ones I enjoyed. They're super fun. <laughs> if you're looking for a good time, you should just look up like Twilight Renaissance, Twilight Revival on, on Tumblr. Tumblr is where it's everybody's at. having a great time, both like loving and hating this silly thing from our childhoods that we all like. Just like it's fun to love, it's fun to make fun of, it's fun to poke holes in, and it's just like fun to play in. Yes. It's it's been really good watching them again, and I'm excited to watch Breaking Dawn Part One tonight. Yes, although we're also going to watch Drag Race first, probably because yeah. we've been watching Drag Race UK, and it's very good. It's very good. Where can they find you? You can find me at La Push. Oh wow! Chasing the boys. Very nice. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Renata Ravenclaw. Oh, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Benji Campbell at LADNJI. And um, the podcast is going to go on break for a little bit. I'm going to be... Yeah, you're going to be traveling. Yeah, for two months. Um, so we're going to see what we can do. We're going to see if we can do anything... Long distance. Long distance, or if maybe we can do some kind of funny interim stuff. Like, I had an idea of, like, if we could somehow find a way for you to do almost a Drawfee-esque, like, I give you funny prompts. That would be so fun. And you draw, maybe we put them on YouTube, or we just post them online or something yeah. somewhere. Yeah. We're, we're going we'll to workshop it and see. But if not, there might just be some fewer episodes or no episodes or breaks or what. Um, but in the meantime, happy Valentine's Day. Yes. Hope you have a good Valentine's Day. Yeah, maybe watch Twilight if you're single and alone. <laughs> yeah, or not. Make your boyfriend watch it with you. Make Do your girlfriend it. watch it with you. Make your them friend watch yeah. it with you. <laughs> Make your envy watch it with you. Do it. Yeah. Uh, so have a good Valentine's Day. Well, we love you. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Nerdy Nuggets was brought to you by viewers like you. If you have any viewer questions, you can send them to our email. Our email is nerdynuggetspodcast at gmail.com. We also have social media pages for Nerdy Nuggets. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Nerdy Nuggets. Send us your questions. We don't bite.